0: Welcome to the Crimson Circle Show. We are broadcasting live from Coal Creek Canyon, Colorado, and we have an excited, amazing live audience here, and they are higher than kites because they have been eating chocolate, (laughs) and they are ready to go. (laughs) Go chocolate. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For those of you that were listening in earlier to the opening, welcome. There are lots of new listeners that are coming in to hear an Adamus Saint-Germain channel by Jeffrey Hoppe. Welcome if you're coming in from Blog Talk Radio. This is the Crimson Circle. You can watch this on your computer if you like from CrimsonCircle.com. You can also listen from The Awakening Zone. That's the radio station for Empowered Awakening and there are many offerings, there are another place for you to look if you're looking for more support on this amazing journey that we all are on. So, are you ready for this first channel in the new Discovery Series, channeled by Jeffrey Hoppe Adama Saint Germain? As you can see, I bet many of you are wishing you could be here with this amazing live audience and this stunning energy and the exciting message that you're about to hear. So, are you ready? Okay. So, as we go into this, Norma will guide us with some conscious breathing, and then there will be some music. And the next thing you will hear is Jeffrey Hoppe, channeling. Adamus Saint-Germain. So here we go. Welcome everyone. I invite you now. Yes. I invite you. This new series called Discovery. I'm going to invite you, discover where are you willing to go with breath? Feel this. This exquisite breath that wants to fill you, transform you, love you. Will you receive it? Breath at a time, breathing deeper and deeper into the core of you, falling deeper into this love affair with you and your soul. Breathe. One breath at a time. One breath at a time, deeper and deeper for you.
1: I am that I am Adamas, the chambra-inspired facet of Saint. Germain. Mm. So let us begin our new series, the Discovery series. Let's take a good deep breath. So often, I ask you to take a good deep breath and let me come a little closer to you. Let me come as close to you as I am with Cauldron Jeffrey, right now. Oh, and I'm inside him. Yes. I'm going to stay here a while. I <laughs> forgot to tell him. I'm not leaving right away. So take a good deep breath and invite me, Adamus, so close that you can feel me tickling your insides. Yeah, all of them. That you can feel me in your heart. That you can feel me side by side with you. Take a good deep breath. You see, it takes a bold and courageous person to let anyone in that close. To let anyone, including your loved ones, your children, including anybody in that close. Because there's layers and layers of protective, defensive material and psychic energy all around. But when you can let somebody in that close, that they're right inside you, hugging you from within, you've achieved a level of consciousness through trust, through allowing. That's going to serve you well. So, dear Shambra, take a good deep breath. When you can trust yourself that much that you can let me into your thoughts, into your mind. That's trusting yourself. Having that much confidence and balance in you. You can let me in. You can let others in. When you let others in, you'll find that they can never truly do you harm. Never ever take anything away from you. They can create a lot of illusions. They can play the game pretending that they can take something from you, and you can play the game pretending that you're a victim, pretending that you're vulnerable. But take a good deep breath if you can let me in that close, that deeply that intimately, you've reached a level of consciousness, true consciousness about yourself. Oh, and speaking of yourself, why not take a good deep breath and let yourself in that close? Oh, a little bit tougher, (laughs) a little bit tougher to let yourself in that close. We're going to be talking about that and many other things in our Discovery Series, but discovering who you are, yes. Sounds easy. It's not. It's not. It's one of the most feared things. We talked about fear, Jane, you and I on many occasions. What do you fear the most? Yourself, of course. All of you. Every angelic being, what's the greatest level of resistance or fear whatever you choose to call, but it's it's the toughest thing. We're going to be doing it in our Discovery Series. We enter our fifth year together. We've completed four. Surprised that so many of you are still here (laughs) No, truly, indeed, I am surprised, because, you see, there's a certain fascination with religion and philosophy, to try to put some meaning to life, and as you've probably discovered, there is no real meaning. There is a level of fascination with uh, things that are spiritual, the occult, partly because you've studied it before in the past, partly because the occult, spirituality, has an allure about it. It has a power a seduction. Some say that they're studying it for uh, – to help give a better understanding of the way things work, but no, they're full of machio, because you'll never understand the way things work. It's designed not to. It's Designed not to. So there's many who study it as a distraction from their day-to-day life. They can go play angel games – sorry, but they're just games – they can impress friends and relatives uh, with their uh, occultishness, uh, their oddity, Uh, and they use sometimes spirituality and New Age as a veil for their otherwise odd nature, and they just call it New Age. (laughs) (laughs) Very true, very true. But as you know from the early times with Tobias, from the time that I started coming to you in 1999, We're not here to be spiritual or new age. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. We're here, you're here, for your embodied enlightenment. There's really nothing to study, nothing at all. There's much to discover and there's much to realize. You've been coming here month after month, after month, (laughs) after month. (laughs) (laughs) You have actually been. Manifesting, creating this aspect called Adamus. Actually, I, as Saint Germain, have a little difficulty having to shift in that role. Somewhat, um, some would say, a bit obnoxious, a bit pretentious, a bit provocative. But that's what you're creating—the push, the the, the edge, uh, the the difference. Because, well, you've had. A lot of studies in spiritual, a lot of past lives in the religious orders. You realized it was interesting, but it didn't bring the real fulfillment <coughs> that you were choosing. So he came here in this lifetime to this group called Chambra, to this gathering, and said, We're going to do it. Embodied enlightenment. I don't care what it takes. We kind of came here under the. Um, under a little bit of an illusion that you're going to be here to help save the world and all the rest of those things, but you're finding that it doesn't need saving. And even if it did, um, they're not necessarily necessarily going to accept it from you. They're going to resist it from anyone. So you come here for embodied enlightenment and, and you're going to realize it. You are going to realize it. I have no doubt about it. I would not be here if I thought it was a maybe. It is going to be, as long as you're choosing it, as long as you're allowing it. And it's not going to be anything like you thought it was going to be (laughs) at all. So I give you credit and applause for sticking it out. Tough times at times, really tough. Really tough, because it, it rips down all the illusions, it rips down the identities, it rips down the myths, mistruths, and rips down what you thought was you so that you could discover the real you. Very, very few humans have ever gone that route. Very, very few. A lot of humans talk about religion and God and righteousness and all the the rest, but very few stop to take this kind of inner look and inner journey. It's difficult, but you wouldn't have it any other way. So welcome to the Discovery Series. In our series, which will last for eleven segments, in our series each month, We're going to have a discussion, interactive discussion, as I know you love so much you just can't wait (laughs) Till Linda hands you the microphone. Am I right? Yeah. We'll have interactive discussions because there is a lot of wisdom that you have to share. Yeah, that you have to share. And sometimes it's intimidating with that microphone thrust in front of you and me looking and tens of thousands watching, but when you hear your own voice, not just the words that are coming out, but the tone, the depth, the spirit in your voice. When you hear that, that's when you start to have that breakthrough of consciousness. That's when you start to realize, I Am that I Am. That 's when you start to simplify the words that 's when you start when you stop telling the long stories and that 's where everyone else can feel the presence coming from your voice so we 'll have our discussions they 'll get lively they 'll get crazy it might get you a little upset at times, but the discussion the interaction is good so you can hear you of course i 'll always have my um, lecture portion, fascinating lecture portion uh, of each child. But then as we are in this Discovery Series, each month we will have an experience. Sometimes it will be a marab, sometimes a different type of experience. We're getting to the point where we don't need to just keep talking about things. It's time to experience them. So be prepared each month for an experience. Some of the experiences, you won't experience anything right away. Well, you will, but you won't be aware of it right away. Sometimes it takes hours, days, weeks for the realization of what really happened. In the experiences, we're not going to try to do anything, we're not going to effort into it, we're going to allow it and then let it unfold. No mental stress, no efforting, just Allowing, we're going to go through a series of very specific experiences every shoud, one working on or uh, expanding upon the previous ones. And I've told Kaldra that I will try to keep my segment short as well, a little bit shorter. But literally, I watch and monitor the energies feel what's happening, because, as I have told you many times before, I'm nothing but a distraction – a humorous, charming distraction, but a distraction – so that while you're watching, you're listening, you're uh, experiencing, something else is really happening over here. You're sitting in a safe space, feeling into your I Am Presence and allowing a shift or a movement to take place gently quietly and without thinking about it. Nothing will mess up a good energy movement, a good expansion of consciousness, more than thinking your way into it. So I'll distract. You allow. Is that a deal? Good. So, we'll begin this interaction with um, question of the day, Uh, if you would be ready with the microphone. Yes, sir. Oh, don't call me sir. (laughs)
0: Do you want the question written now?
1: No. To the audience, ma'am. Yes, sir. (laughs) So, let's take a moment to uh, feel into this without thinking so much, but feeling into it. Because part of uh, today's experience is literally going to be about listening, listening to what's already there. So the question I have for you, mental question, but feel into the answer, are you better off than? 14 years ago when we started, or four years ago when I started with you. Are you better off now? Take a good deep breath and feel. Feel into it. Are you better off? And dear Linda on the microphone, please. And Linda, what's your answer? (laughs) Got to get a picture of that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and in a suspended state of consciousness, 14 years ago. Uh, it, it's, been, it's been a journey for you, I'm sure.
0: I'm better it's off. Oof, I'm better off.
1: Better off. Yeah. Why? How?
0: Um, I have more personal clarity. Good. More empowerment. Good. And um, I still haven't heard anybody at the airlines. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big bravo. <laughs> Good. Good.
0: And I love what we do.
1: Yes. So, are okay. you better off?
0: Yes. No.
1: Talk, talking to Chandra. Oh, talking to. Ta- oh, oh oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Not
0: me anymore. Are you done with me? Microphone time.
1: You're done with me? Yes. Okay. Edith. Hello.
0: Hello. Saint Germain? Adamus. Are you Adamus
2: or Saint Germain?
1: Does it matter? Does it matter? And aren't we one in the same? All right. Yes. (laughs) Which would you prefer today?
3: I can't answer that. Yes, you can. Yes
0: or no? Adamus?
1: I don't know. (laughs)
0: That's an illegal I didn't answer. I I don't know. I said
3: I can't answer that. So Edith,
1: Edith, are you better off?
3: Yes, in the sense that Linda described, I have more clarity. Yes. And uh, understanding of myself, I know that I am. Yeah. Um.
1: You, you don't sound real positive about this. Well,
0: I have one problem what are you and thinking? it doesn't go away. I, I don't seem
2: to get my abundance in and I, I am quite a bit poorer than I used to be. Really?
1: Are you? Yes. Is that bad?
3: Yeah, I don't like it.
1: Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> Audience? Yes, you yes. like <laughs> it. <laughs> And why do I say that? Oh, this is going to be a fun series. Oh, because Edith, you've heard these words before, and you can argue your, uh, you can argue the weakness, or you can argue the victimness all day long. But if there is something in your life that you don't like, you do like it because it's there. It's there. It's serving you somehow. Now, now. It's frustrating. It's difficult. You think about it all the time. You expend tremendous amounts of energy thinking about it, wondering what you've done wrong, and it just keeps you right in that in that abundance right, pet. You're right. Lack of abundance pet. The fact is that the money doesn't really make a difference. You didn't come here to make money, you came here for enlightenment. Right. Right. So it doesn't really make a difference. The fact is that once you let it go, just let it go and and, and stop struggling with it, stop waking up in the middle of the night with it, you're going to realize the money didn't matter and then it'll be there. Then you wonder why it wasn't there earlier when you really needed it. But right now it's serving you somehow, somehow, and that's for you to discover. Yeah, and you're 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 frowning, and you know you have that doubtful look on your like your face, until you own the fact that you're receiving something from it. It'll still be there. It'll well, I still wish I hurry
0: up and discover
1: it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 and this is not it's not psychoanalysis. We don't want to get into that. We don't want to go into early childhood traumas or anything like that, but why is it serving you? Uh, Do you want me to tell you?
2: Yes, please. Okay.
1: It's keeping you focused. You think it is. You think it's keeping you on your knees and focused, so you don't distract yourself with all this – with all the worldly stuff, Uh, and you've said it over and over to yourself that you're never going to get caught up in all the worldly pleasures, uh, and you're not. Now, you have to make the conscious move to say, I'm not going to get stuck in it. I can have worldly pleasures and enlightenment, because they do go hand in hand. They do for all of you. They do. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. And I can't – I would love to bestow grand abundance on you. I cannot. I cannot. And even if I could, I wouldn't, because the greater gift is in you giving it to yourself.
3: I understand. Yes. So, Thank you.
1: So, when that abundance thing comes up, my dear, don't focus on it. Don't focus on it, because even the lack of abundance has gotten to be a bigger distra- distraction than the abundance itself. Good. True. So are you better off or not? Yes. <laughs> Is that a big yes or a little yes?
2: In between yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Good. A few more. Better off or not? Yes. Good. In what way?
3: Uh, The obvious way that I've been mentioned. I feel more um, at peace. Yes. And that is a real gift.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, a lot more, or a lot more
3: peace. A lot more peace. Yes.
1: And and, uh, I I think you know, we know that one of the things that was the most challenging, if you don't mind me being a little personal, one of the things that was – because I was going to anyway uh, – one of the things that <laughs> my was – i minded,
3: would that make a difference?
1: <laughs> the most challenging for, for you, as it is for so many, but learning to be with yourself, mm-hmm. just to be with you. And you've had that opportunity mm-hmm. and you've uh, embodied it, you've, um, you've integrated it, and now you teach it.
3: Yeah. And probably… Uh, one of the most indicative things is that when the doubts come up, they're nothing. Yeah. The doubts will always come up, but do I want them, do I want them to serve me, or or that's just a a doubt.
1: Absolutely. Good. Thank you. Now versus fourteen years ago or four years ago, either one,
0: it's I. I am doing much better.
1: Good. In what ways?
0: I love life. Yes. And I just recently learned to allow the life to love me back. <laughs> wow.
1: How How did so that happen? Wow. Did you walk in the store one day and see a, a <laughs> little box that you could buy and have life love you back?
0: It just happened.
1: Yeah. Just, it just happened.
0: Just happened. Yeah. It's an experience. Ah, discovery. Yes.
1: <laughs> how, did, how did it happen? How did you experience it?
0: I opened to allow and receive. Good. That was my challenge. <laughs> Good.
1: How does it feel to, to have life love you back?
0: Excellent. Wonderful <laughs> Okay.
1: No resistance. No
0: resistance.
1: Good. Yes! Thank you. <laughs> Anybody? Um, Bonnie? Oh, <laughs> Anybody? here we Bonnie? go. And be be frank and candid, or be Bonnie and candid.
4: <laughs> oh dear!
1: Or you could be frank.
3: Well, of course I'm better off. Of course.
1: Yes. In what way?
3: Well, I understand what's going on now that I, far more than I did long, long ago when we started this. Yeah.
1: You went through mm, challenges and difficulties, as so many have, and. One would one would think that you would say no. This is really tough. Life gets harder and harder. But you're saying no. You're saying, in other words, yes.
3: It's not about the stuff, I guess. Yeah. And of course, I've lost everything, just like so many people have. Yeah.
1: Wasn't that fun, though? <laughs> yeah, it was just. Cause you're tons still of here. <laughs> you're alive. You're talking <laughs> on the microphone. I exist. The stuff is. Not that important. It
3: isn't. It, you feel much lighter with all, yeah, all yeah. that stuff.
1: Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're still smiling. Thank you for asking.
3: Yes.
1: Thank you. One more. Deep breath. Yes. <laughs>
3: Although glad. the journey has been very difficult at moments, yeah. I would say my awareness is a lot greater now than it was fourteen years ago. And for that I'm thankful.
1: And w- why has the journey been difficult? Wh- what, a, what in particular?
3: Well, like Bonnie just said, losing everything, body stuff. Yes. I mean, the only thing I haven't lost is my dear husband. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, but the funny thing is you talk about losing everything. I didn't see any of you uh, on street corners begging. We were close. Yeah.
3: Okay. In your mind? Yes.
1: In your mind, actually. Uh, and, and maybe in your perception of how much was in your bank account, but most of you still driving nice cars. Most of you still having the basics in life. So there's a lot of perception going on here. There's a lot of perception caused by fear, caused by wondering uh, how f- deep how far the bottom is, then realizing doesn't really matter, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Difficult to go through. Yes. And what's more difficult than the, uh, the physical, the, the financial, is the mental, the mental rip ripdown uh, even more difficult.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Good. Yes. But you, you uh, think you are better off. You say you're better off.
3: I am. I feel yeah. more connected to me than I ever have before. Good. My intuition, my knowingness is stronger than it ever has been. Yes. And I'm starting to trust it. Self worth? Yeah, that's been coming up.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm aware of it. Um, oh,
1: there is some self worth yes, then. Yes, there still is. Yes. Good.
3: I can see it. Good. But that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. And would you pass the microphone to Mark
2: <laughs>
1: for our last comment? <sighs> okay.
4: Um well I can pretty much agree with what she said. <laughs> um smart move. Right? <laughs> you know, you know my marriage, right? Um, it's definitely not what I thought it would have been. Definitely. It's definitely not. Definitely.
1: Um it's way different. How would you how would you teach that cuz you will be teaching uh how would you teach that to others? How would you explain cuz Imagine yourself now standing, sitting in front of a classroom, a dozen or maybe 20 students sitting around, and you're trying to explain to them. They, they're all giddy and excited because they just discovered metaphysics and spirituality, and they're on this high, like they're the first ones to ever discovered it. And they're, they're so excited and they're saying, I'll do anything. <laughs> Whatever it takes, I'm going to do. And, and they're bubbly and they've got angel things hanging in their car window and, and they pull out their crystals to show you. And they're sitting shake there my head. like Captain Kirk, <laughs> like, oh, oh, no. What are you gonna, how are you going to tell them it's not what you think without shattering their hopes and illusion. Um. Be careful
4: what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> or you and can say,
1: you do get what you ask for, by the way. <laughs>
4: you do, but you have no idea what you're asking for. So … That's a good point. And it, it just doesn't look anything like what you think it will be.
1: And so they say to you, uh, Master Mark, uh, well, so what is it? Give us the answers. You, 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 <laughs> studied, this, you studied under the great Adamus uh, … <laughs> <laughs> One of the few who had ever had that unique opportunity. Boy, do we wish we had been there when he was around. Now you're going to say, uh, "What did what did uh, Master Adamus say? What simplify it? What what mm. was his message?" I don't have a clue what he said. <laughs> That's uh, that is a brilliant answer, by the way. It doesn't matter what he right. said, right? Absolutely. And
4: the journey is individual, so. Uh, there's no recipe
1: for, you know, what it's going to look like. Yeah. But, but they say, give us a few clues. What, what did you do? I mean, look at you now. Look at the cars. Look at your <laughs> wife. I mean, you're great. Look at everything you have. How did – and you have this aura about you and you smell like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and you're alive. And you're alive. <laughs> Tell us how did you do it? I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> and then you laugh and say, "I'm just kidding." That's right. Yeah.
4: No, what I, what I how I truly did it? It was a breath at a time.
1: Truly. A breath at a time. I like that answer. That's that should go down in the wisdom book. Absolutely, breath at a time and. Uh, one, one more thing. What else would you tell them? They're gathered in your uh, – I'm getting this – Cauldre says, your coffee shop, your enlightened café, uh, they're gathered around after hours. You're charging twenty, thirty dollars for a cup of coffee, because you can. <laughs> at least, Because yeah. you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and you say to them, after one breath at a time, and they say, I'm so tired of breathing. I can't stand it anymore. I breathe and breathe and breathe, and nothing happens. Look yeah, at me. It's I'm not do- attractive. <laughs> Tell me. I see it all the time, as does Andra. I mean, I'm t- sick and tired of breathing. What else? Allow. Oh. How do you do that?
4: You just do it. Allow.
1: You just <laughs> let go. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> All right, there we are again. And buy another cup of my okay. magic coffee. That's and, right. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is blessed. Uh, yeah, Saddam has <laughs> blessed the coffee beans before he left. <laughs> it worked, we'd make good, millions. Good marketing. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. So, dear Shambhra, are you better off? It's a stupid question. It doesn't really matter. It, and, there's no way you can really compare it. Um, you, can, you can try. And I do like the answers. We're getting so much better, Shambra. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and and compared on what level? Well, on a human level, um, many of you would say probably not. You may own less. Uh, you may have, uh, you don't have a job anymore. <laughs> a relationship, regular sex, good food, or anything else may not. But <laughs> But I know you did not come here aspiring for those things. As a matter of fact, the real answer is Edith almost rejecting those things, almost pushing them away. And look what happened. They went away. I know you came here for this embodied enlightenment, ascension, whatever you want to call it. And in a way yeah. – <laughs> oh, it's <is>
2: kind
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. sorry, Sandra, would you get her some coffee, <laughs> a foot massage and uh, two electrical wires? Uh, the you came here for embodied enlightenment in what I would call, depending how you looked at it, either an act of desperation, saying, if this doesn't work, Well, if this doesn't work, yes, I'm out of here. If if it's not this lifetime, there is nothing. There is nothing. Uh, So it's all or nothing. You put all of the chips on the table, everything, double or nothing, saying this is it. And the crazy, but that's the way you are. Now. The real truth is you already know, you already know, but now you're going for the experience of it. You do know the answers. Now it's the experience. You came into this lifetime saying, this has to be it. And like I said, it can be considered a bit desperate or very bold and courageous, uh, very Amazing, breaking out of so many, so many things—the uh, mind, uh, the past, uh, mass consciousness—and a- still enduring, still sitting here, still existing. Amazing. Let's take a good, deep breath with that. In our discovery series, from my perspective uh, and the others of the Crimson Council. It's not so matter- much a matter of are you better off, it's a matter of what's happened with your consciousness, which we can see as your light, which we can see as uh, the the, expand- the expanded nature of your being, a- as we can see by literally the journeys that you take in your dream state. Are you different than you were fourteen years ago? Immensely. Immensely, I would like to do a dream walk. If you would write this in, for yourself in your brain, do a dream walk, and and uh, we'll do it together. or we'll, we'll may do it live or recording. I have to check with Linda and Jeffrey. But a dream walk into fourteen years ago. We'll try to go back, and you're going to see what it's like to try to go back, mm-hmm. and. I think you'll see through this dream walk that it's not what you thought it was, and it would be like trying to stuff yourself back in your mother's womb. It's just difficult to do. It's just <laughs> difficult to go back. And while the mind remembers certain lovely things about the past, as well as certain terrible things, the fact is if you try to bring your consciousness back there, you really can't do it. So we'll give it a try with a dream walk. What are we going to talk about in discovery series? What are you going to discover in the discovery series and again, I said we're, we're going to have some lectures, discussions, and then experiences. Would you like that cup of coffee now <laughs> <laughs> or later? Don't so no, come on, you, lay down on the <laughs> carpets <laughs> clean it's, oh, yeah, this is family. we don't care <laughs> calder's uh, chiding me about being such an inspirational speaker. <laughs> what are you going to learn in the Discovery Series? What's the first thing you're going to discover? This is easy. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, yourself. First thing. Now, it seemed obvious and you're like, yeah, 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 this is, didn't we learn this years ago? Well, you heard it years ago, but you didn't learn it. You haven't embodied it, embraced it or experienced it. Uh, number one, discovering you. You. Now, the fact is that whether it's human beings or angelic beings, every being distracts themselves from their self. They do. I don't know why. There's a lot of theories about it. People externalize. Even angelic beings, they externalize. It's part of the – I guess you say – the discovery of the I Am, the pursuit of the question, who am I, but very few will ever set eyes upon themselves. Why? It's hard to do. You have a lot of um, bad memories of the past. There's things you don't like about yourself, and I'm not just talking about the human self. I am talking about the soul self, the spirit self. It's very difficult, very – do anything to distract, go out and have battles and wars rather than take a look within yourself. But in this Discovery Series, we'll do that. We'll do exactly that. We're going to do it from the perspective of something I mentioned in the last series, something that I think might have floated over uh, most of your heads. We're going to do it from the perspective of total forgiveness. The difficult thing for me, uh, some of the other um, entities who work with you, Is trying to get you to realize that your past is not what you remember it to be at all. But you believe it is. You think it is, and you act accordingly. So we're going to work on this whole concept of looking at the Self with the eyes of forgiveness, uh, self-compassion, and coming to the discovery that it is not, not what you think it was and i know you're sitting there now thinking well yeah but i remember it was like it wasn't like that and in this series we're going to discover you the most precious beautiful thing that there is but it's going to be my biggest challenge with each and every one of you because you're going to be energetically distracting psychically distracting yourself me caldra everybody else Why is it so difficult to look at yourself, to be within yourself? What's that way for all of the beings, not just human beings? Number two in our Discovery Series, we're going to discover God. That's kind of nice. God. G-O-D. Or specifically, in this year, if you allow, which I believe you will, you're going to experience God. Pretty big pr- Pretty big promise. Ah, but are you experiencing God, Edith, or are you thinking about God? Do you hear the words, I am God also, or do you feel it as an intimate, deep, loving experience? Hmm. Good question. It sounds nice to say. I'm God also." It's very mental. But how many of you have actually experienced it? There's a lot of um, concepts of God. I don't necessarily like the word God, but I, I use it here because it's, it's a common term. There's a lot of concepts of God out there, and actually, frankly, the ones who teach God know the least about God. Absolutely. The ones who are the fanatics, the extremists, the righteous, they know the very least about God. They're teaching from a book. They're teaching from their mind, their rules, their limitation, their sense of need for their internal suffering and their rules. Why other humans allow them to teach about God, I do not know other than perhaps most humans have this distorted view. The concept of God in this world is perhaps one of the the top three things that are the most imbalanced about consciousness right now. The concept that God is somewhere else, the concept of God as a Father, the concept of God having any rules or giving a damn what you do. The concept of God is man-made. The ones who are at the pulpits, the ones who are uh, calling for the rise of arms, have not experienced God. You cannot study God. You cannot uh, construct a God. You can only experience it. And when you do, it is a deep and intimate experience, an experience that you probably not even want to talk about. It is so beautiful, so personal, it would almost be a distortion to talk about it with others. That's why in the old times there was no word or name of God, because it was known by a few that it is something so personal that you can't talk about it. In our Discovery Series, you were going to be – by going through you – the inner look at you, you'll have the experience of the God and the I Am within. It's a pretty tall order, but I wouldn't be saying these words unless you, my dear friends, were ready for it. We're ready. Ready in the body, ready in the mind. Sometimes when uh, going to the core, going to God, Sometimes when it is pursued on in an imbalanced and overly desperate ways, sometimes through drugs, sometimes through intense rituals, uh, it can be completely uh, imbalanced. It can do more harm than good. Some of you who have taken uh, the drugs realize that uh, if The rest of you is not prepared or balanced to have this experience. It can rip you apart. It can throw you uh, off mentally. It can destroy the body. Each and every one of you are ready to experience it in a very natural and a very personal way. In our Discovery Series, you're also going to discover that there are no beliefs. You can write down, no beliefs. There are no beliefs. You believe that there are beliefs, but there's not. It's uh, perhaps a, a statement that is going to be argued about and discussed a lot, but it's my contention that there really are no beliefs. There is heavy programming, heavy programming, and there's certain parts of the programming that you take as your own and say that's your beliefs, but there's really no such thing as beliefs. they are really not. People hang their hat on beliefs – I believe this, I believe that. I contend it's all just massive programming, programming that you've allowed, programming that's occurred for as long as humans have been around and even before then, programming that has gotten more intense and deeper than ever before. If you feel into a typical human walking down the street, just feel into their energy. There are a myriad of chaotic… energy patterns and lines uh, caused by a lot of programming. Programming that actually is not consistent, doesn't follow any uh, nice path. It's all over. person can have the belief that they love themselves and hate themselves at the same time that the world is good, the world is bad, that water is cold or warm – all these things. And these be- what they call beliefs, what I call is are inconsistent, will eventually lead one to a total breakdown if they believe their beliefs – mental breakdown – if they believe their beliefs. So we're going to learn and discover that there are no beliefs, that it was all programming, and we'll learn how to release that programming, Linda, how to release it rather than to fight it how to understand that it's not yours, rather than to take on the guilt and the suffering, thinking that you created it and you're a bad person and all the rest of that. We're going to go beyond beliefs. Can you imagine for a moment being without belief? I don't believe it (laughs) Imagine for a moment having the freedom of no belief. Some people would say, but then, what do I do? Where am I? I That's been part of my identity, is to have my beliefs, and they're actually hurting you more than they're helping you. You actually create new beliefs based on whole programming to try to resolve things or smooth things over in your life, but what you're really doing is hiding them, sweeping them under the carpet. So, we're going to go after beliefs this year. We're going to release beliefs down to the naked you without beliefs. This year, we're also going to discover something that Tobias talked about many years ago, but actually never has really been experienced deeply that there is no power. There is no power and no need for it. This world and much of the other worlds operates on the belief of power. People seek it. People try to acquire it. People try to steal it from others. Power is also – yeah, no power – Are powerless. Just, there's no need for power, but you look at your news, watch other people. It is power games going on. Power is also a part of this whole energy dilemma that not only this world but other parts of this universe are facing right now because of the belief in power. Power would make one feel strong and worthy, and they would feel like they had an identity, they had a purpose, so they would try to acquire power. The best way to do that is from somebody else leading somebody else to believe that they're better than you. That's psychic power, literally taking energy from them, getting down to the, the level of stealing things from them. Most people derive power through sex, through sex. They, they, they think that it's pl- pleasurable, but it's really a power game, really, that's why That's why the whole experience with sex, for most humans, is not what it could be. That's why there's an incredible industry right now based on pills for making men with an erection that lasts four months or whatever that happens to be. Four days, I don't know. I I don't have that problem. I'm not in physical body. (laughs) The <laughs> humans and, and other beings – not just humans, there's a lot of aliens as well – that are in the constant uh, power game, stealing it from others. You see it on Earth all the time, all the time – politicians and business people and military. Every time you see a military flare up, it's just somebody that needs a little power. Uh, that's very true. So there's this whole power game going on everywhere. The fact is, you don't need any. The fact is, actually, you really don't need any energy to exist. You're going to exist without energy. But the fact is that energy is there to serve you in great quantities. And Power is a distortion or manipulation of energy. We're going to learn how to go powerless, how to… Uh, how to literally not power into yourself, which so many of you are still doing, and not using power or getting into power with other people. Yes, it is a part of the Sexual Energy School, an extension of that. So, this year, no power. And no need for it. No need for it. Could you imagine having no need for any kind of power? Financial power. Financial power. Not having a need for it or of uh, financial lack, uh, of health power, of you know, biological power, of any kind of power over other people. So many of you in, in, in past experiences, past lives, got into playing with psychic energies with others – witches and uh, all the rest of that. Uh, you learned how to use your energies, your talents, your psychic abilities with others, you're still a lot of you are still suffering for it, because when you lay a spell on somebody, it's really laying it on you. That's the problem with witchcraft. That's why I'm not a big fan of it, because it's all you're doing is laying it on you as well. You got into this whole power thing, initially to protect yourself or defend your families or whatever, but you got into it, and it's a cycle that's hard to break out of power cycle is very hard to break out of, so you're going to discover how to do it easily. The next item on the list in discovery, we'll call it awareness, but it's really how to listen to yourself. You know everything there is to know. You just don't know it yet <laughs> <laughs> You know what's right, but you walk around saying, I don't know. You pretend that you don't know what's right for you. I'm not talking about right in terms of a judgment, but what's appropriate for you. So you walk around undecided and then the energy stops moving and then you get frustrated and then somebody uses power on you and suddenly you're in this energy trap. We're going to go into Listening to yourself. Now, it's hard to do, and I list this last, or close to last, because you've got you to come here first to be able to listen to you. You already know what's right, but you got caught up here in, in doubting and thinking that you don't know. That's why it just is terrible when you say, I don't know, because you do know. We'll be going through some experiences of discovering that, and some of them are going to feel very awkward for you in this year. To do what you know is right. You already know. You let other people influence you, 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 you neutralize yourself, you're going to get out of that gear. You already know what's right. Enlightenment isn't something you can study it's enlightenment really is not even anything you can learn from anybody else enlightenment isn't a course enlightenment is allowing enlightenment is you could say trusting enlightenment is experiencing so in our discovery we're going to do exactly that Let's take a good deep breath into discovery I'm going to summarize all this by saying this year we'll get into the experience of it. Get into the experience. Experience – well, you know what an experience is. Experience is an experience. You go out on a boat on very rough waters, a storm all around you, and you wonder if that boat's going to sink. That's part of the experience. It's that, it's that adrenaline, I guess, of, you know, what's going to happen to the boat? What's going to happen to me? It's just an experience. You continue existing. That I know. Let's take a deep breath and have an experience. Yes. So the first, the first experience we're going to talk about is state of consciousness. State of consciousness. Consciousness is awareness. It's not thinking. Basically, there's very little uh, connection, overlap between thought and consciousness. You cannot think your way into consciousness. You can't. You tried. You tried thinking. You think, I am that I am. Yeah but you can experience it and you can have the consciousness of it. Consciousness is is the wisdom. Consciousness is the deep wisdom. Consciousness is that aha that you got. Right now you are You've allowed yourself a lot of experiences that have you ready for new states of consciousness. But this issue with the mind, you're thinking about it, you're wondering and you're worrying about it. So it's just it's held off. It's just waiting. Consciousness is almost something that when you have the experience of consciousness, you almost can't explain it. Like I said, with regards to God, you almost don't want to. You don't want to pollute it with with words or thoughts or have others attack you for it. A state of consciousness should be flexible, yet for most it is very rigid. It is very linear. In other words, uh, they have to have one event preceding another another, to achieve levels of consciousness. You cannot and, – and these are bold words – but you cannot expand your consciousness, uh, let's, let's call it open your consciousness through thinking. You cannot. Just cannot. You can increase your thinking a little bit. But you cannot increase your consciousness. Most people think about enlightenment or think about consciousness, and then it kind of goes. It's it's fun at first, but then it goes in a circle and it gets stuck, and then it gets uh, it gets your body stuck, your mind stuck, and it can get very depressing. Most people think in terms uh, that. Very linear consciousness. In other words, doing one thing at a time, one level of consciousness. Where in reality, consciousness is multi level, multi dimensional. You're going to have many states of consciousness at the same time, multiple states. Now, the mind doesn't like that at all. The mind it says, I can't figure it out. That's good. You can't figure out God, enlightenment, yourself, life or anything else. You don't want to. It's about the experience of it. When you allow yourself to experience, to expand, the consciousness naturally takes that wisdom, distills it and brings it into the soul self, stripped of all the facts and the figures and the details and what you think were the traumas and everything else distills that, breathes breathes in that wisdom, finds what you say is joy in the opening of consciousness. Consciousness is not something that you acquire. You don't go out and get more consciousness. You expand or you become aware of the consciousness you already have. When the consciousness is combined with the experience – you put the two elements together – the experience of living, for instance, no matter how difficult or wonderful is, it doesn't really matter. You combine that experience with raw consciousness, bring them together. Now you have something almost indescribable. Consciousness itself is like, a, it's like an empty chalice, an empty vessel. It's there. It exists, and now it wants to fill itself with the experience, with the reality, with the sensory experience of itself. Consciousness then knows consciousness or connects with consciousness. In a much deeper and more profound way. You, Mark, could tell your students that will come to you. It's all about consciousness. It's all about consciousness loving to experience itself for the glory, for the wisdom, for the I amness. Consciousness actually doesn't care at all. If it was a good experience, if you're better off now than you were 14 years ago, it just cares about the experience. Just cares. Just loves the experience, that's all. It has no judgment. It has no beliefs. So let's take a deep breath. If we could dim the lights, please, and John will want some nice consciousness music. I'm not going to call this a mirab. It just is. It's uh, going into a state of consciousness. Now, the interesting thing here is we dim the lights and put on a little light music. You can't think about it, but you can feel it and experience it, so I invite you to do just that. You can't force it. You can't. It's not a goal. not about doing it right or wrong. You can't do it wrong. State of consciousness is where your awareness is at the time. Part of your awareness is right here in this room or wherever you happen to be listening from. Part of your consciousness is. In your body, you're always conscious of that physical body. Part of your consciousness is tiptoeing into tomorrow and the next day, what's the future going to be like. Part of it is in what happened yesterday, last year, last lifetime. It's all very linear, you see. The awareness, the consciousness, has been focused on your beliefs, your perceptions, your fears, and your desires. But there is so much more consciousness, awareness. It's already there. And you can take a deep breath. Allow it to expand. Funny thing is that nothing happens. Ah, or at least. Nothing that the mind can comprehend right away. As you take a deep breath and allow. The state of consciousness to open and expand. It's part of you, the mind, that's saying, "Yeah, but I don't have any sensation. Nothing is happening." But yet it is. It is because you're allowing. Because you've chosen it. Because it's your damn consciousness, and you can do what you want with it. It is. opening yourself, making your consciousness more flexible. So it's not just centered on this human reality. So it's not just coming through the filters of the mind. Take a deep breath. into the open state of consciousness. In the beginning of our show today, I asked you to invite me in, into you, into your body. Yeah, right into your physical body and into your mind. Most of you were open and trusting and bold enough to do it. Now, here we are, again with that open and trusting nature, to take a deep breath and to allow yourself to open your consciousness. Mind says, Well, what am I supposed to do? Nothing, nothing. Part of you is looking for a reaction. Doesn't have to be one. Simply by allowing. Kind of like opening the beam of a light. The beam could have been very narrow only illuminating a small area, now you can take a deep breath. Open the beam. Open the consciousness. Consciousness is not thought, by the way. Thinking – mental activity – has almost no consciousness to it. That's where many who have been on this path of enlightenment have gotten distracted. Too much thinking. Thinking lets you feel like you're in control, like you're doing something, like you're thinking. True consciousness goes without thought. It takes a very bold and trusting person, to go beyond thought. Many people stop at this point and say, but I have to know what's happening. I have to know what's going on. I have to be able to um, think about it, figure it out. They say, I, what happens? If I lose control, if I go out of my mind, that's exactly where we're going. We're going beyond the concept of power and control anyway. So let's take a deep breath. There is no thought in consciousness. No language to consciousness. There's absolutely no mathematics to consciousness. None. And no framework. Something that you can allow yourself to experience. If your mind is chattering away right now, it's tell it to shut up. You're allowing yourself. To new states of consciousness. I don't require energy. Don't require thinking. Consciousness is awareness. Openness. Oh and yes, and simplicity. A lot of simplicity in consciousness. Mind is complex, consciousness is simple, and in the state of consciousness, a flexible open consciousness, you can start feeling again, sensing again. Consciousness can be very open, fluid. Expansive. Just take a deep breath and allow it. In our discovery this year, I'm going to discover how you are a being of consciousness. You don't need to think. You can't think your way into it. You to allow yourself to be awake, conscious, with very little need for thought. Hard to, for the mind to imagine, but very little need for thought. Good deep breath. Consciousness, your consciousness, it's not owned or controlled or manipulated by anyone else. Not even God, not archangels or anyone. The consciousness is that I exist. I exist. Expands into greater awareness, into greater experiences. One day, Mark, you'll tell your students little consciousness brings little experiences. Little experiences bring little consciousness. In other words, you limit yourself, you limit your experience, you also limit your awareness. You limit your awareness, you limit your experience. You take a deep breath, and with it, open, pure trust, you allow big experiences, you get big consciousness. You allow big consciousness. You get big experiences. Experience is just a way to rejoice in the I am and the I exist. <laughs> in our discovery, you'll realize that you never have to have an experience as a lesson again. It's not even talking those terms, experiences as lessons. There is no need for lessons. No need. You say, what is Spirit trying to tell me? Why did this happen? What is Spirit trying to tell me? Spirit is just trying to tell you, hello, glad you're alive, now what are you going to do? As you take a deep breath and say, damn, I'm going to open my consciousness. Now I'm going to ask John to turn off the funeral music (laughs) so we can just be in the stillness, in the silence with consciousness. Take a good deep breath and don't think. Transcend that need to think and just dive into open consciousness. I ask you to experience this, this month, till our next Shalong, diving into consciousness without thinking, without thinking, without having to have a purpose. Dive into consciousness that allows experience, that is not about lesson. Dive into consciousness without having any structures, frameworks, filters hesitations or anything. Now, you will probably have some moments of feeling a high level of disorientation. It's just an experience, but trust yourself that it's not going to affect your driving or anything else. As you open your consciousness, make your consciousness more flexible. Your mind is going to feel very discombobulated. It's going to feel more. (laughs) It's gonna feel it's gonna feel out of sorts. Part of the experience is allowing that, just allowing it. So in the experience this month, when whether you're sitting at home behind the computer, whether you're taking a walk, Just dive into consciousness without thought, without structure, without filters. So let's have the lights back up. Let's take a good deep breath as we begin our discovery series. A good deep breath. Ah, consciousness. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. Consciousness is. As you, as you get more playful with it, you'll learn that you can focus it, laser focus it anywhere you want. You can have multiple laser focuses going on at the same time. You can just open it up in one great big awareness of consciousness. You can hide it. You can make it very, very small. You can do anything with it you want. Consciousness is not a game you play with others. This is for you, for yourself. Don't walk out the door and start zapping others with your consciousness. That's when you're (laughs) going to start getting zapped back. You'll find that consciousness is malleable. Consciousness is something that you can play with and work with. It's yours. I mean, it's your core. But you've you've been very rigid with it. You've been programmed to be very rigid with it. You've had the belief system that you keep adding to consciousness or awareness little by little. Not at all. Not at all. You can have as much of your consciousness as you want. It's going to cause some interesting conflicts with uh, … The mind, and with some of your thoughts, and that's why I say beliefs are going to go out the door with consciousness. Right out the door. Let's take a good deep breath until our next gathering. It's about the flexible state of consciousness. And what are those words I love to hear? And so it is is. Thank you. You're done early today. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Oh, just stay with that feeling. This an invitation to our consciousness, to allowing, to express, and this homework to stay with that. Just be with that. I thank you for being here with Jeffrey Hoppe, channeling Adamas Saint-Germain. Can we give Adamas an applause, please? Yeah. And Jeffrey Hoppe for being so bold to take it on. So, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening in on the Awakening Zone, listening from the Crimson Circle or Blog Talk Radio. And if you're really bold, maybe you were watching from the Crimson Circle website, or you were experiencing it live and in person in Cold Creek Canyon at the Cold Creek Canyon Improvement Association Community Hall. (laughs) So, thank you all. We'll be back here again the first Saturday of the month, September whatever and we'll be here at the same time we'll be I'm sorry October we will start again at one o'clock in the channel as you know at 230 thank you all and be well and play with your consciousness and allow it your consciousness and your experience thank you, thank you.